Hey guys, and welcome to Corporate Cafe, where we journey through the lives, or more specifically, my friends and I's lives, of trying to figure out this whole adulting thing. I'm your host, Angelina Michael, and I'm completely inexperienced, and my only credibility is that I'm on this journey with you. As I find myself asking the question at the lunch table, now what? You'll be able to follow our conversations and learn from our own experiences. If you like what you hear, just go ahead and tap that subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at corporatecafe.us. Today, I'm joined by my best friend and husband, Dylan. Before we can answer a now what, I thought we needed to establish some street cred and introduce who we are and where we've come from since Dylan will be making quite a few appearances over the next lifetime of this podcast, I thought it fitting to start with him. So welcome, Dylan. Hello. Glad to be here. But more importantly, how are all my coworkers doing out there? Oh, is that what you're calling our followers? They're not followers, Ange. They're colleagues. Okay, okay. Yeah. So all of those listening, you are our <laughs> colleagues. Which, which is fitting because they're joining us at our lunch table, right? Yeah, that was kind of the premise of the whole joke there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got we it. don't actually work with these people. I, well, I mean, they work with us, right? No? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. So I wanted to take it back to high school because I think that's an important part of establishing how our college career got started and who we are. What do you think about that? I think it sounds great. I, I think I would start with where I was from, which is a suburb of a top 25 city here in the U.S. Gives you kind of a background on who I am. I also had a nuclear family, mom, dad, little sister, two dogs, two cats, some fish. Tucker, he's so cute. Yep, yep. And Buddy. Yeah, and Buddy Tucker the diabetic buddy. cat, R.I.P. fatter than Garfield. Yes. He couldn't even well, jump on the couch, that. barely. The poor yeah. cat. Well, I've heard he had, he was a stallion, though, in his prime. He wasn't. He was always oh. subpar. Okay. But regardless, it was great to have all those pets. Great to have a great family. What about you? Yeah, so, I mean, similar. So, uh, I had mom, dad, an older sister, and... My parents refused to get us a dog, and so we had pets like gerbils <laughs> and uh, hermit crabs and a and turtle. invisible friends. And invisible friends. <laughs> you are just so nice, aren't you? <laughs> and eventually we got a dog, but it was more my sister's dog, and she hated my guts. And it might have been because I would paint her nails and put bows in her hair, and she was a lab, so... Or was it a self-fulfilling prophecy? Uh, why would it have been self-fulfilling? I wanted her to love me. We'll get into f- philosophy later. Oh, later episodes. Okay. Later okay. Episodes. Next potty, <laughs> which it's a podcast for all of those. I abbreviate to potty. So in case yes. we reference, that's what we're, that's what we And sometimes mean. if you don't hear me for a few minutes, I'm using the potty. Oh. Not on the potty. Okay. Don't that, forget that poopery. Two T's and a Y for number one. Two D's and a Y for. I thought it'd be P O D I potty. <clears throat> it's really okay, again, irrelevant. Again, yeah, not irrelevant. even a word. Not not what we're here about. 
So that was high school. Well, who we are, but high school. High school. That's what I want to know. Okay. Did you like it? I think at the time, I did not like it. I think that playing football my senior year and being a backup was miserable, and I hated every moment of that. I, well, I also played lacrosse, took classes, met you, was in the orchestra, mm-hmm. had a few little organizations I was involved with uh, in, in the school as well. But I think the point I'm trying to drive to here is, what, eight years down the road now? Looking back with real adult life problems, high school was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. High school was the best life <laughs> in hindsight. Yeah. But while I was in it, it sucked. It totally sucked. And every girl was clicky and there was drama and I was average at sports. I was a nice bench warmer and it sucked. But yeah, those were the glory days, right? Absolutely. So you mentioned that we met in high school. Why don't we tell them the story of your version of how we met and my version of how we met? Okay, like most 16-year-old guys, I the first time I noticed Angelina, I was checking her out from afar <coughs> at the orchestra car wash. So I was... Dr- <laughs> <laughs> it was for a noble cause. We were raising money for a concert or something. Doesn't matter. What does matter is I was drying this Tahoe with my little chamois rag, and I looked up. And Angelina and I did not go to the same middle school, so I had never seen this young lady before. And she's over there with like one of those little car sponges and the soap suds. And it, it kind of reminds, if you've ever seen the Hardee's commercial with Paris Hilton and the cheeseburger, it was kind of like that, but just without Paris Hilton and a cheeseburger. Yeah, except Paris Hilton is tall and blonde and I'm short and brunette. Regardless. <laughs> It really left a lasting impression. Left a lasting impression oh, wow. on me. Wow! Wow! Um, so I think at least physically, there was a that was connection captivating. there. Captivating. Yes. 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 Yeah. Well, I, I remember a friend pointing you out in the yearbook, and I was like, "Hell no, not that guy." That was when the shaggy hair was in. And I was like, "No, no, thank you." But then when I actually met him. He had gotten his haircut and pulled back the curtain to a very fine-looking football <laughs> player. And we were sat next to each other for a high school orchestra concert. And Dylan was in, like, the varsity orchestra, and I was in, like, the freshman JV orchestra. And so I was really embarrassed to play next to him. And so I just remember being really shy and embarrassed. And I am not a shy person by any means. But I guess you took that took that out of me. It's because you weren't very good. Oh. But that's okay. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> what made you decide on your college and kind of your degree thus Well, I was fortunate enough to always excel in school, namely in science and math type classes. So when I was kicking it around at the 16, 17 year old, I, you know, really didn't know what I wanted to do. My parents were kind of pushing me towards business or accounting of some sort. Yeah, because your dad was an entrepreneur, right? He didn't want to join or he started in corporate America. 
but he wasn't yeah, a bad guy. Yeah, I wouldn't call it corporate America. It's probably a good thing to pull this curtain way back. Way okay, back. Okay, okay. So the story on my dad is as follows. He went to Mizzou, flunked out of Mizzou, got his real estate license, I believe. Actually met my mother at a real estate company they were both working at. Uh, from there, she continued doing real estate. He bounced and actually started... He was working in corporate America for a firm, I think, and then a bank, and then AT&T. But in the meantime, his side hustle was allegedly selling bootleg records. Mm. So this was the age of all of our parents were total like Led Zeppelin people. People followers. <laughs> yeah, whatever they called that squad, the Zeps or what. I don't even know what the fan base was referred to or if it even had anything. Anyway, he was selling a bunch of records. CDs, DVDs, VHS, whatever on the side, right at the advent of the internet, was selling it on a little online store, so very entrepreneurial base there, and then was laid off from AT&T about the same time and actually created a business with his business partner, then I believe colleague that was also let go, building cell towers as a small construction firm. So, and this was like right when cell phones were budding, like yeah, before everyone yeah. had one. So, very highly entrepreneurial based. And I think that that was maybe more of the pushing me into business finance. Right. Thinking that perhaps that, that uh, you know, I, I don't know. My parents didn't know anything else, I guess. But luckily I bumped into Angelina. Yeah. I was dating and, Angelina. Met her dad. Yeah. And my, my dad, who actually just recently retired after 38 years with yes. the same company. Uh, wow. he, he graduated from an engineering school and got his mechanical engineering degree and started his career and finished his, his career as a mechanical engineer, building fighter jets and worked his way up in, in corporate America. He actually met my mom at the company and she, she never went to college and she didn't get a degree uh, but she worked her way up in the IT telecommunicative area and both incredibly great work ethic. And so, yeah. And so you had met my dad and... Yeah. So to answer your question yeah, from 10 we, minutes we ago, I wound up going to a small engineering school in Missouri, one of the state schools, one of the four, but the only one discipline strictly to science and technology called Missouri University of Science and Technology. Go Miners! And I, taking the inspiration from Angelina's father, who made the fighter jets, which I thought was a lot cooler than doing spreadsheets as an accountant, I went the mechanical engineering route. Yeah, and so my dad really laid it out to me when I was a senior in high school and said, look, if you want to have a certain lifestyle, if you want to have a job that pays for you to take your family on vacations, and also at the time the economy was not great, so he said, if you want to have a job even when you get out of college, why don't you look into the STEM field or engineering? And so my sister was going to school to become an engineer at Missouri S&T, and so I went and had a weekend with her and as sad as it may sound, I picked the school because of the sorority, and then I picked my degree that was at the school. So, 
I liked what my sister was doing and I was interested in it and I wanted to be Greek and that was the only place I wanted to do it. So I picked a degree that I thought I could excel in and that was engineering management because it offered more of a business feel to engineering. And I wasn't sure if I would pass. I had a contingency plan, but each year I kept passing and I worked harder and harder, got the help I needed and ended up graduating with a job. And so the hard work paid off and uh, I did, I questioned my path along the way. You questioned your path of, of you and I along the way. <laughs> Well, that that will be an, another episode for <laughs> sure. But yeah, I mean, it's college, right? So we're trying to learn who we are, who we're becoming. And we're trying to learn that while in a relationship and together. So there was a lot of seasons of life, I guess you could say, that we went through in, in those four and a half, five years. So I was on the four and a half year plan, but then I also took a semester and did an extended internship and Dylan did two of those. So that put us on the five year plan together. <laughs> uh, but I, I really wasn't sure if this was going to be the right path for me. I did not excel in math and science, but like I said, I learned to work hard and my work ethic really got me along. And I think more so even than that, and I was in the Greek system as well. Shouts to the Beta Six out there. But I think oh, yeah. it was Go Zetas. the Greek life there <laughs> truly was unique in the fact that it was very close in the community. And, it, you know, those folks, and trust me when I say we made plenty of enemies, well, at least I did, <laughs> made about as many enemies as I did friends. But I think that that experience outside of the classes is really what kept most people chugging along because it, it was just so much fun yeah. living down there. Exactly like you were saying, growing up with everybody, etc. Great friendships still to this day from those fun times. Absolutely. Some of the best friends. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people can probably relate to that. And I think it might be a good time to segue into what kind of activities you did that weren't class related at school. So and that weren't class Other than sorority. So like what was yeah, your involvement? Yeah, so, I mean, that kind of keeps you moving too. Right. I was mainly involved within the sorority. I was... Our social chair, shocker, <laughs> and I also was our treasurer, ritual chairman, and then I was on our Panhellenic Council, which was the governing body for the sororities, and I did some fundraisers with that, and then I was also involved in my degrees organization, so engineering management, American Society of Engineering Management, actually, if you, if you <laughs> were really curious. And so I I try to take on leadership roles as much as I could. And at the time, it's interesting to work with a bunch of girls that had different upbringings and different paths. But that's only touching the surface as to what I found when I got out into my career and outside of academia where honestly you thought everyone was really different from you, but they're really very similar to you. And the grand scheme of things. And so th that's what I did. And, and just, you know, making memories with some some really good friends. How about you? What what were you involved with? My undergrad resume included similar to Angelina within the fraternity. I took multiple positions. I was like 
secretary of the pledge class. I went straight to being the assistant steward. And I kind of used that experience to propel myself right into the recruitment chair role as a sophomore. And then I was using that to flex myself into the first vice president, get really into the leadership roles of the fraternity. But I actually lost a, I get what do you, what do you call them, election mm-hmm. for the first vice president to my now ex-best friend Ooh, going, into, going into junior year. And I kind of that put a lot of things into perspective for me. And then I just was social chair for like three semesters and then alumni relations for the last three semesters. So yeah. kind of took a step back, but was involved in some cool things. We were building a new house. So or, or we were campaigning to build a new house. So got to kind of get some insight into that. As, yes. Yeah, yeah. As the alumni relations chair. So really rewarding experience there. I was involved with the American Society of Mechanical Engineers and I was the president of the Mechanical Engineering Honor Society, Pi Tau Sigma. Shouts to my Pi Taus. <laughs> Yeah, and so very involved, and I think that really helped in us both having jobs right out of college. Both had offers and jobs in the same town, for the most part. Yeah, and I'll say that if any of the if any of the colleagues out there are still undergrads, the more you can get involved with to separate yourself from the rest of the field in college, the better off you're going to be because there's really no tangible experience you can get on a resume. So things like social chair of the fraternity, for whatever reason, good or bad, sticks out as a positive. So right, right. Anyway. So what was what's the job that you had right out of college, and what's it like today? So I, as Ange was saying, I was fortunate enough to sign on with a company here in the hometown, which is actually a small to mid-sized engineering consulting firm focused on the packaging sector. So pharmaceuticals beverage, home goods, you know, shampoo, anything that is a product that gets put into a package that gets put into a box that gets shipped is basically the scope of what our firm supports. And that's mechanical, electrical, etc. Um, so anyway, started there for about, about the first year. I bounced around between a couple key clients, learned the ropes, and then was fortunate enough to land a augmented staff type opportunity with a flagship company actually here in the hometown as well where I've been for the last two years and I guess I'll explain that the augmented staff is I actually work as a full-time employee of this client's company in their building in a cube on one of their computers have their email I'm I'm a full essentially full-time employee there but I still work for my firm so that's been an interesting and unique experience because you're kind of juggling two sets of bosses and you never really talk to the management at, you know, your other firms, you're kind of like, you know, freaking out. But And, and there's been yeah. ebbs and flows and ups and downs and pluses and minuses of that, just like anything else. So been a lot of learning opportunities there have been really good. And, uh, you know, we can we can hit on that some yeah, other time let, more let's in depth. Save, but... Let's save that because uh, there's a lot of things to be learned uh, within the last two years or so. And for me, I joined a rotational program with a mid-sized manufacturing company, family-owned. And basically what that meant for two years, every six months, I rotated into a new position. And for the first year, I was at a different plant, which was about an hour and a half away from St. Louis. So I lived away from my family and Dylan for a year, and then I moved back to the hometown and... That was about a year and a half ago now. And so 
every six months, starting a new role, transitioning. There's so much that I learned from having to pick up and start over. And again, more that I want to get into. But my current role now is a sourcing engineer. And so I set up the supply chain for any new product line that would need a new material that we're not currently using. So I'm making a new role for myself. And again, there's so much learning that goes into that, that at another time I want to unpack. And as of three or so months ago, we got married. And so after dating for, I guess we were married. Yeah, we were married about eight and a half at eight and a half years of knowing each other, it's been over nine now. Uh, we we finally decided to uh, take the next step. Get hitched. <laughs> yeah. So and again, there was a lot of stuff that happened along the way of wedding planning and combining families and so much learning and fun stuff that you'll find in another episode to come. So. That's really, I think, a good stopping point. I, I feel like we've established street cred. I don't know if we have or not. I don't know. Do you have any parting words you'd like to give? I think the only thing I can impart to everyone out there listening at home is get back to work. Oh, wow. <laughs> and again, if you like us, follow us on Instagram at corporatecafe.us or hit subscribe. Bye, guys. Peace. If you'd like to sponsor Corporate Cafe, what are you waiting for? Just do it already. I think my coworkers, aka followers, are pretty cool and want to hear from you. So if you have a neat product, company, or service that you'd like advertised, hit me up. We'll start a sponsorship. And I'll unveil it to the world. This is your chance to be a part of my episode and you could be the next sponsorship.